2: Hey, Kim Commando here. You know me. Kim Commando today, Commando Show, Commando.com, Tech Refresh. Now, this is a special bonus edition of Tech Refresh. It's one of our best ones from the archives, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. So sit back, enjoy. You're going to learn a few things. and I bet you're even going to laugh at a few of my corny jokes, too. Wow, 21% increase in sales. What is going on with this? I'm talking about CD sales. Listen to this. The Recording Industry Association of America, those are the big dogs. They say that revenue from CDs grew by 21% to $584 million in 2021. Okay, I'm talking about compact discs. So you might be wondering like, why are CD sales on the increase? I had to look this up myself. They say it's all because of the pandemic. A lot of record stores they opened backed up. And artists sold music at shows again after covid because everything was put on sale so that's why the sales were down but now they're up you know cds can be really useful i don't know if you know this but a lot of people are using cds they put them on boats to scare away the birds and then maybe in trees there are countless pages on the internet of people that are using cds for crafts like making like snowman decorations yeah it's really crazy i mean the other night i couldn't find my pizza cutter because i'm moving you know you can't find anything so i used my old brian adams cd because it cuts like a knife Uh, oh i know (laughs) hey listen welcome to tech refresh it's your weekly fun show about all things digital i'm kim commando and here with me for tech refresh you just have the smartest people you know in the tech reporting business like Commando.com's amazing content queen, Allie. Welcome. What pearls of wisdom are you going to be sharing with us today?
1: I'm going to tell you why you need to update your phone, and I've also got some good phone tricks to save you a good amount of time.
2: Yes. And then we have our battery bad boy, trusty news director at Commando.com. Ben, what do you have coming up?
3: Details on some new malware that's hitting phones, and it's worse than the garden variety stuff that we talk about sometimes. And... Why Universal Control is my favorite new Apple thing since MagSafe. Ooh. Yeah.
2: And then we have our magnificent millennial, Matthew. What the heck is the internet buzzing about?
4: So not only are we going to talk a little bit about Elon Musk and some crazy stuff that happened on Twitter this week, as well as a huge debate going on on TikTok right now. Ooh. And don't forget
2: at the very end, I tell a joke that's so good, so good, you're going to laugh until next week's episode. But you're in luck this week because it's actually like three short jokes. (laughs) So one of them is bound to be funny. (laughs) And just a quick reminder that Tech Refresh is brought to you by GetTheCurrent.com. It's a fabulous newsletter delivered twice a week. Exclusive links, exclusive tech news. Sign up right now, see a sample over at getthecurrent.com. And we're going to start with the news. These are important tech developments to keep you in the know. And I'm going to start off, we're going to talk about software that you have right now on your computer. You have your operating system, your apps, your security software, and you probably have it all set up for automatic updates, right? I mean, that's what we want. But now with the Russia-Ukraine war that it's heating up, there are some things that you need to consider. And I've been getting a ton of email about this. Anti-virus software, Kaspersky, mm. Oh yes, Russia. Mm. Uh, wow. Okay, back in 2017, the Department of Homeland Security in the U.S., they ordered all government departments, all federal agencies, this is what they say, to remove and discontinue present and future use of Kaspersky products, saying that they were too risky. Then a Bloomberg Businessweek report on the decision Claimed that Kaspersky had links to Russia's intelligence agency and then said that the company has developed security tech at the spy agency and worked on joint projects that would be embarrassing if they were made public. Now, Kaspersky comes out this past week and says, don't worry about any of that. Sure, sure, <laughs> okay. sure, sure. sure. It's fine. Yeah. It's nothing you to know. see here. Uh, we are just, this is what they said, we are just a private global security company. We don't have any ties to Russia or the other any other governments, <laughs> but they're kind of based in Russia. But they say like some of their stuff is being done in Switzerland right now. So the bottom line is this: if you are using Kaspersky, you need to get rid of it. You need to stop using it. And I know some of you are saying, "Well, oh, Kim, what you were you used to sponsor Kaspersky?" Yes, a long time ago, I did say Kaspersky was great, but that was like before this Department of Homeland Security. This is, like, way before this Russia-Ukraine war. Um, I don't want you to take the risk. Just to give you an idea, because I actually wanted to look this up, too. They say that Kaspersky Labs is described as the flagship company of the Russian IT industry. Okay. Exports of the software from Russia, Kaspersky software from Russia, uh, a couple years ago was seven billion dollars.
1: Oh, oh my gosh.
2: gosh. Okay, so this is not just a little tiny <laughs> company I yeah. mean, you know so obvious Kaspersky to get that large with those Billion dollars of sales. They have been putting
4: in the work. <laughs> oh. I Imagine they're like riding a bear with a bottle of vodka and like nothing to see here <laughs> like, All
3: right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, Ben, so you're gonna be talking about antivirus,
3: right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a uh, except this is like fake not possibly state-sponsored by Russia or anything oh, like that. So, <laughs> so, yeah, you get this malware, and it's it's always been bad for your computers. Now it's getting really bad for phones. Like, it just, the cases keep, you know, mounting. So, particularly on Android. Now you have this new version of, uh, and I hope I'm saying this right, a Barabot. It's a banking trojan that's been around for a couple of years that, you know, it used to target 150 banks, 20 countries. It could steal... It could, it could steal your texts, it could make calls, it could use your camera. Well, now it's got some new tricks and it's called Escobar. It's named, <laughs> for whatever reason, it's named after the Colombian drug lord Pablo Jog- yeah. Escobar who died, what, almost 30 years ago. Don't know why. <laughs> cool dude. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Solid. Well, this one has new tricks in that it can do all that other stuff I mentioned, but it can also hijack all your 2FA codes that come from Google Authenticator. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah. So it gets those and so... If you know, once those come in, it can intercept those. It can get into whatever account you think is protected with two FA, and uh, it also, it, in the really bad cases, it can use. Um, where is the name of it? Well, I didn't put the name of the, uh, but a remote access viewer. It can actually install that with it. So it can remote access your phone just like a computer. Oh. oh and just gosh. like do whatever it wants. So it doesn't even need the 2FA. You can just open your bank account, put in the information, anything okay, else. Okay. So how do you get this? Uh well, the way you get this is by not downloading it from the official app store.
4: Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Not right.
3: to say Google Play is always great. You know, they're always pulling out apps that have problems, but this one uh was basically posing as McAfee. Oh. At least the app they know of. It's probably posing as something else by now. Others too, but it was on, uh, it was circulating around Discord. That's where people were downloading it. Mm. Looks like McAfee, it's not. Installs the malware, causing problems, so.
2: So it's that person that's trying to get something free, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is going to cost me $9.99, but if I can go over here and get it for free, well, not exactly.
3: Exactly. Not exactly. smart.
2: (laughs) All right, so you want to be careful with that, and don't Go over to any other place aside from Google Play and always look at the reviews and be smart. Yeah. And check the developer. Yeah. Just kind of check things out. All right. Allie, you're
1: up next. What do you got? It is time to update your phone. There are new updates for iPhone and Android. If you look at their blogs, Apple and Google will have you believe every single thing that rolls out in these updates is the biggest, most mm-hmm. important, best thing. I'm actually going to tell you what matters and why you want to update. We'll start with iPhone. Okay finally here, the thing you've been waiting for forever, the star of iOS 15.4, face ID with a mask. Oh Oh my God.
4: Yes. so exciting two years later. Exactly,
1: just in time. Yes, this would have been nice a year ago, a year and a half ago, but it's here now, great. Uh, It's actually pretty impressive. You can have on glasses and a mask and it can still tell who you are. Sunglasses and a mask, a bridge too far, you can't do that. So if you're in the car trying to do that, no. I was looking, I went into this face ID rabbit hole, and I thought this was so interesting. So say I pick up Ben's phone and want to unlock it with my face. The probability that somebody else's face can unlock your phone is one in a million. Whoa. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So you're saying there's a chance.
1: There is a chance. We've got to get a lot of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. can I borrow your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, If that is, you know, lame, your consolation prizes, there are also about 40 new emojis. There are some cute ones in there. There's this cute little face that's kind of peeking between its fingers. There's a melting face, which I think is gonna be really good in Phoenix in the summer. I think we're all gonna use that a lot. Um, Ben is actually gonna talk about the other big standout from the Apple updates later. All right, let's move on to Android. So say I'm texting with Kim and she has an iPhone and she sends me a message. I respond, I say, I'll be there at three. And Kim holds down the message and puts a little heart. In the past, I would get a text that said, liked, I'll be there at three. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. It's like, why <laughs> right. is this yes. happening? This this <laughs> isn't what anyone wants. Now I actually see her little heart or the cry laugh or whatever. But Kim, I, I assume you put a little heart on all my I always I put all, a
2: little heart. <laughs> but yeah. now, you know, you do have like the little hands making a heart emoji. That I, one's mm. cute too. I know, that's very cute. That's very
1: cute. Um, a couple other really nice messaging features, uh, you can set it so that any of those one-time password or 2FA texts you get will automatically be deleted after 24 hours. So oh, you that's have, nice. Yeah. Uh, one that I really like for, okay, I'm that person, I get a text, I think, I'm going to respond in 10 minutes. 10 days go by, <laughs> I hate myself and feel like the biggest <laughs> oh, jerk. Oh, <laughs> I
2: know. I, I know I have one of those from my neighbor right now. Yeah. They're like, and she's like sitting there telling me like how she can't get out of bed because her back, and I'm like... Oh. Anyway, I, I, yeah, I need to Well, and through. then
1: more and more time goes by and you yes. feel bad. Well, now on Android, you'll get a little nudge. Hey, do you want to respond to this text message, right. which I think is nice. And then the final one that I really like, you'll get a birthday reminder. So if you mm. scroll through your text inbox, if it's someone's birthday, there'll be a little notification there oh. so you can remember to actually text them on their birthday. That's Ooh. very helpful. Ooh, nice.
2: Yeah. nice. You know, also, um, one thing that they did update with Apple are the Maps. And if you haven't, because, oh. you know, Apple Maps has never really been as good. Sure. Yeah. As Google Maps. No. I mean, but so they're getting a little bit better. But I agree, like with the face mask. But before we leave that, even though you don't have to wear a mask, I'm just curious. Take a quick poll. Will you wear a mask, say, on an airplane anyway?
1: I would. That Kind of tight quarters feels like Mm -hmm. the most, like, yeah, I don't really know what the guy next to me is up to.
4: Say I have to go to the hospital, same kind of thing. I'm Mm going to wear a mask in any place where there's going to be sick people. Because
2: you know what? Because I'm thinking about, like, I think I'm still going to wear a mask in those type of environments just because, you know, it used to be pre COVID. Like we would all have a cold, right? Yeah, all okay. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, especially like you know, Ian, the kids come home from school. It's like, oh crap, I got another cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I haven't had a cold for two years, so I'm really thinking about maybe maybe Apple wasn't so behind yeah. in that.
3: Yeah. Mask. Where's the flu been for the last couple of years? Yeah. yeah right. That well.
2: too. All right. So, Matt, Elon Musk. What's going on with him? Man,
4: this is an interesting story. So with the whole Ukraine thing, they were getting their internet shut down because Russia was using cyber attacks to shut down their mainframe internet. Well, then the president of uh, Ukraine, Zelensky, basically went on Twitter and said, hey, Elon Musk, send us Starlink. And he said, you got it, and sent them Starlink satellites. So the satellites moved from their orbits to where they were more positioned above Ukraine and... We're now able to even send them the disks that they put on the ground that allowed them to get that internet. So they went from having very limited internet or no internet to having the internet. But the story gets more interesting because just this week, Elon Musk went on Twitter and challenged Vladimir Putin to single combat. <laughs> Literally, that's what it says. It says, Vladimir Putin, I challenge you to single combat. And whether or not you like either of these people the reality of this battle would be just Could epic. I want to record that and do a pay-per-view and raise money for Ukraine that way. You know what I'm saying? Like pay-per-view, big no, battle.
1: They were going to wrestle, right?
2: It's, for the Ukraine, uh,
4: Yeah, he wins? said single combat specifically. <laughs> you
1: know that Elon would bring that flamethrower thing he made. Oh, He, oh, he would yeah. have all kinds of toys.
4: He definitely has an Iron Man suit. Absolutely, Elon Musk has an Iron Man suit. pretty <laughs>
2: amazing that we yeah. were able to get the internet over to the ukraine in less than 48 hours but here in the united states we're still trying to figure out how to get fiber lines to farms
1: right. in kansas oh man i yeah. mean it's someone like, call elon
2: Yes. Yeah. exactly <laughs> dial them up you know and what does elon musk and tesla do you know what they have in common anybody anybody they have a hard time both of them staying in their own lane <laughs> oh i know <laughs> hey listen coming up we have a new whiz bang feature that you're definitely going to want to know about and also the insider secret on the best time to sell your home to get the most money. That's coming up here on Tech Refresh.
4: Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.
2: Welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. Now, this is part of the podcast where we like to share insider secrets and tips. So this way you are so super smart. Like, And I'm going to start off with the pandemic because it caused a total real estate seller's market. I mean, mm-hmm. house prices just went crazy. I mean, people were overbidding on prices. So now the experts have revealed the best week to sell your home for the most money. And it's just right around the corner and the best time to sell your home is when, of course, it's all economics, inventory is the lowest and demand is the highest, right? Now, before I tell you when is the best date to sell your home, uh, what you want to do is visit three sites to come up with your own value for your house, okay? And so I use in this order, I really like Redfin. Mm. Um, I think they do a fabulous job. Zillow, they used to be great. Mm, Mm. Not really feeling them anymore. And Realtor.com, it's Okay. So what you want to do is you want to create an account on each of these sites. You claim your home, and then you list any upgrades that you have, as well as make sure that all the facts are correct. And then as far as when t- when it is time to sell, com says that the inventory and the high demand will reach their peaks. Are you ready for this? In the week between April 10th and April 16th. Oh. So if you are going to be selling your home, <laughs> this is when you actually want to do it. I have a friend who lives on a horse ranch in Prescott. She's really amazing. She used to live on Catalina. Oh. You know, wow. they, and she was like the school teacher on K through That's twelve. So cool. Yeah. Now she I mean wow. like, you never think of like who teaches school yeah. on Catalina. Yeah. She also <laughs> taught school at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Oh. I mean, no so way. yeah. And she had like four students. It's like crazy. So anyway, so now she lives on a horse ranch in Prescott. And they tried to sell the house next door to them for months And even in this hot real estate market they just couldn't do it because anybody who looked at their horse wrench was na- worried about their neighbors oh, <laughs> oh, <man>. mm. <laughs> now ben you're going to tell us about universal control and i know this is kind of geeky but it's like totally up your alley and no pun intended alley <laughs> um, and but it's something that we're all going to want to
3: do right oh you guys i've been <laughs> I can't put it into words how excited I've been about this since Apple first announced it in June last year.
4: Your excitement is palpable. It was yes. supposed to come
3: out last year, and it got delayed until this week. But let me explain what it is. This, If you have a Mac and you have an iPad, it allows you to control both with the same keyboard and mouse. Now, it's not like Sidecar. That's that's already a thing where you can like connect your iPad to your Mac wirelessly, and basically the iPad becomes a second display, an extended display, of Your Mac, this both devices stay independent of each other, so Mac's still doing Mac things, iPad's still doing iPad things. But you move your cursor and it just goes between the two devices, Ooh, and, that's and cool. you can type, copy, and paste, drag files back and forth. It is great. I've been using it since last week, I love it very much.
2: <laughs> you know, you really are a geek. I mean, you know, I mean, I love that about you, I really do, but I mean, like. You know, not too many people are like getting really excited about like, oh my god, universal control. Okay.
3: I've been waiting for this
2: since June. Since June. Yeah. Mind you.
3: yeah.
4: you have yeah. kids, right? Yes. And so, do you like this more than that? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good one, Matt. Good
3: one. We'll save that conversation for later. No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, uh, is it hard to set up?
3: No. It, it basically, you have to be running the latest software, so like iPad OS 15.4, and then the latest Mac OS uh, 12.3. That both came out the same day. Once you have those, those running and you're running a compatible Mac and iPad made in the last few years, all you have to do is go into the settings and check a box. Hmm. And it'll. if your iPad is near the Mac, it detects it, even what side it's on. Nice. So the cursor just kind of goes <laughs> back and forth. So you're, Ooh, I mean, and you're magic. wondering, it's like, why? why? Why do this when you can already extend it? Well, some some things are better app-based, mm-hmm. like social media or streaming. So it'd be nice to use the iPad for things like that. Also, it's the Mac not doing all the work, oh. you know, where it's doing all the processing. Both of them are, you know, sharing whatever it is you're doing across the two devices. And if you have multiple Macs, you can even set it up to run, uh, to connect two or three Macs together. Oh, can you imagine? I, I can, so, I can imagine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, only, only Ben. At, yeah. Only
2: at Ben's house. That's really <laughs> handy, Ben, and you're going to write it all up, I guess, and we'll put all the steps over at commando.com. Yes, we so have we'll them there that.
3: now.
1: Excellent.
2: All right. So, Allie, you're going to talk about some new ways that we can tell our gadgets what to do.
1: Yes. You know those things that you have to do all the time and you get, like, inexplicably annoyed about it? Like, maybe you hate doing the dishes or you hate doing laundry. For me, every time I have to open the flashlight on my phone, it ends up with me like, oh, my fingerprint won't work and I have to swipe and I miss swipe. (laughs) Like, I feel like a crotchety old man when I try to do this. It's ridiculous. And I finally switched. Now I just say hey, Google, turn on the flashlight. Mm. And I'm so much happier. (laughs)
2: It is. It's a lot easier. It's so
1: much easier. Empowering. Yeah, it is empowering. Yeah, I'll tell you what to do, Google. So (laughs) that is one that I have been using all the time. There are a couple more that I really like. This one actually saves a lot of time. So if you were trying to make a calendar invite, you have to unlock your phone, open your calendar app, start a new event, put in all the details, Mm. save it. You can already tell how long that took me. Or you can say, hey, Google or Surrey, Schedule a meeting with Kim at 1 p.m. on Wednesday, and it's done mm. like that. So that one is actually a really good time saver. I use that all the time. The other big thing I use my voice for with my phone is checking the hours of a restaurant, a store, whatever it is. Hey, Google, when does Target close? And then you get a nice little map with all the hours. Or if it's one place, you'll just get all the details right there on mm. your phone. Easier than having to type it in and navigate and find it, whatever. So. But I
2: wonder, can you say like like, we don't really need this now, but like two years ago, like Hey, Google, does Costco have toilet paper? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That would be nice. That would be really something. All right, I'll call Costco. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, Matt, AirPods.
4: Yes. I tend to lose my things. That is just part of, you know, something that I've always been. And I generally bring my AirPods with me everywhere I go. But... Um, Recently, I lost them, and I discovered that you can actually make them make a loud noise so that you can find them where they are, if they're in the couch or if they're under the bed or wherever they may be. You can go into Find My on your iPhone, and it'll show you all your devices connected to it, and then you find, so mine's Matt's AirPods, and you click it, and it'll say Play Sound, and you can either play it, if you're just missing one of the two AirPods, and it's like in somewhere, you can just play sound out of that single one, and it'll go beep, 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 beep and then you can go find it. And it made my life so much easier (laughs) because I wish my keys had the same thing or anything else, my freaking shoes.
2: Now, but didn't you buy a, you you bought one AirPod on eBay?
4: Yes. So I recently broke one of my AirPods in a scooter riding accident and um, (laughs) I smashed it on the ground. And so I was able to buy a new AirPod on eBay, um, as opposed to having to go to the Apple website where they run $75, $80 on the Apple website on eBay, I was able to get it for around $55 for a brand or for a quote, new AirPod. <laughs> um, you know, it's probably a you know, knockoff or something, but it, so far it's been about a month and it works just fine. So good. That's, I'm not complaining. All right, right. so now yeah. we can find our AirPods and we know how to go to eBay
2: yep. to get a cheaper version <laughs> of an AirPod if we need one. You know, up until 2010, this is a little interesting fun pack. Um, I, I just saw this on the internet the other day. Carrier pigeons were actually faster than the internet. That's what they were saying. It's this little piece of trivia. Coming right back here on Tech Refresh, we have our fun new trivia game that you don't want to miss. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh. It's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. Here, here's a piece of trivia. What year was the first computer virus ever developed? What year was it ever developed? Jeez. It was called Creeper. It was made as an experiment just to see how a virus would spread between computers. And the virus simply displayed this message. I'm the Creeper. Catch Me If You Can. Oh, That sounds like a
1: horror movie.
2: Doesn't it? Okay. Anybody what year? I'll tell you.
4: 75?
1: 82. Uh, 89.
2: 71. Ben, you were on it. Nice. All right. So uh, this week, Matt, it's your turn to uh, stump us all with some great tech trivia.
4: Take it away. This is really interesting tech trivia, but I'm not sure how much you guys are going to know about this. So we're going to talk a little bit about TikTok and money. Ooh. So... Um, With all these TikTokers um, making their way onto the platform and they're young, you know, a lot of them are under the age of 18, um, they're making a gratuitous amount of money, more money than you may think. So the top selling TikToker, her name is Addison Ray, and she does little dancey dances and whatever. Now, (laughs) how much money do you think she made in 2021 just from TikTok? Not from other sponsors or other things, just from TikTok. Is it A... 1.2 million, B 800,000, C 4.2 million, or D 5 million. Wow. That's a tough one. How old is Addison? She's 18. Excellent.
1: Wow. Good for her. Uh, No matter the answer, good for her. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Good for her. I'm going to say 4.2 million. (laughs) Me too. I'm going to say C. That's what I was going to go for.
4: Oh well, you all lose. It was 5 million. Oh, oh. we all
2: lost. Jeez. <laughs> Man. 5 million
4: dollars in a year just from just from TikTok. She has other sponsorships and stuff like that that she does, but just from TikTok. Just dancing? Million. It's just, really just dances? Just yeah, it's like little dances. It's like kind of vlogs, but not really. I mean, it's more like Hey, guys, I'm putting on my Mac up And they're like.
2: (gasps) (laughs) I guess, you know, I'd have to be able to talk like that and dance. Yeah, I mean, I could pretend, but, you know, we could. Yeah, we're not going to do that now. But now speaking of TikTok, you're here once again to tell us about what the Internet's talking about.
4: This is my favorite thing on TikTok in the last few weeks. So it is a huge debate on TikTok between geniuses, scientists, all the smartest people on the in the earth. What is there more of? Wheels or doors? This massive debate. Okay. So on the entire planet Earth. On the entire planet Earth.
2: Okay. Are there more wheels? Yes. Than doors? Okay. Right. Okay. okay. And how do we not care about anything else? That, I, mean, it's
4: like... I think it's a simple question that people are taking to the nth degree because it's interesting to kind of have that debate, especially with everything else going on. That's true. Exactly. It's just like, oh, let's just talk about wheels and doors, not Ukraine and nukes. You know, it's just like. OK, nice. so
2: wheels and doors. So so okay. is there a general consensus?
4: Well, so I saw a few. There was Neil deGrasse Tyson and Hank Green, which are both one's a biologist and one's an astrophysicist. Um, and they were debating with each other because. Um, Uh, they said that inside each cell, every human living cell, not just human, all living cells, there is something that works the same way as a door that allows things to go in, has a hinge and opens and closes like a door. So if every cell and you count those as, quote, doors, then it's obviously doors. But if you don't count that and you think about those warehouses Where they have like the big tables that are just wheels, and they slide the boxes (laughs) upon them. I mean, then wheels obviously goes out. I mean, and there's cars. All cars have four wheels, but there are some cars that only have two doors. So I think the general consensus is still out. No one. It's still a huge debate. So
2: does is a is an oven door. A door. Oh, yeah. I was just having
4: that conversation. It's a cabinet door, a door. You're I not going in and hinges. out of it, but it is a
1: hinge a microwave
4: right. oven it's still door. Still a door.
1: You know what I thought of? Those little pill containers where it's seven days. Is each one of those a door? Are those oh, little doors? Little
4: tiny mini doors. Little
1: mini doors. <laughs>
4: how know. small i mean can we solve this i don't think so i think it's just a fun debate to have that people are having a good time putting over the amount of science into it
1: i was reading about where this came from so this guy from new zealand he, he and his friends were arguing about it and he had like 1500 followers on twitter and so he made a poll like we can't decide yeah. we're arguing with each other and then the poll it got like two hundred fifty thousand responses and he's been in all these you know news articles the guardian just wrote about him and he's like this is cool, but I want all these notifications to stop now. Yeah, it's, it's,
4: it's like the stop. guy that did Wordle where he just like yes. blew up all of a sudden. He's like, oh,
1: crap.
2: What's going on with that? So you'll have to keep us posted.
4: Oh, yeah. I will. I, I will keep you posted on who wins eventually <laughs> yeah. if one of these days they decide. Well, wheels we
2: should all say, doors? yeah,
1: we should have our final, you know, our final thought.
2: Okay. I, I'm i going to say there's more doors.
1: I'm team wheels. I'm
4: team wheels as well. Are you? Yeah. I don't think that the cell doors count as doors.
1: They're doors. I, I think
3: <laughs> that is, I, Yeah, I'm going to say doors.
4: All right. I mean, okay. All 50, right. Well, 50 we'll I'll see. let you guys know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. So if Ben and I win.
4: Yeah.
2: You guys have to buy us lunch. Deal. And reverse. Perfect. All right. Okay. Yep. All right. Done. Just
3: saying, they're not going to put wheels on a pill container. <laughs>
4: You don't
2: know that yet. You don't know that. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, stay right where you are because coming up next here on Tech Refresh, uh, we're going to talk to Ben about some of his favorite tech projects because, as you know, like, Ben is the guy. Okay, Ben's the guy who wants to be able to do all this tech stuff in his house to make his house, like, smart, you know, and he does all this by himself. So he's going to tell us about, like, his video doorbell secrets. So stay right where you are. Hey, welcome back to Tech Refresh, it's your weekly fun podcast about all things digital. And yes, Ben is not only our trusty news director; we're not. He's not only our battery bad boy. Allie, <laughs> what
1: do you what? How do how would you describe Ben? Oh, a Star Trek lover, mm-hmm. a geek, a nerd, and a really smart guy. And how
4: about you, Matt? I I, I think nerd dad. That's kind of what I Ooh, nerd dad. Nerd yeah. dad. That's yeah, <laughs> that's good.
2: Yeah, the nerd dad. Okay, I get that, too. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell us about your video doorbell experience.
3: Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to be checking license, see if that's available, nerd dad. <laughs> but, yeah. okay. Anyway, well, I've been using a video doorbell the past seven years, ever since, like, the first Ring doorbells came out. Uh, when we moved to Arizona a few years back, that was one of the very first things I bought for our new house. This time I went with Google. Um, the plans at the time were better. Anyway... The challenge at this house was that you walk up to the porch you've got the door well the doorbell is on the wall to the right of the door so pointing the other wall pointing to so if you put a video doorbell on it you're looking you could probably see the person you can see their profile but it's pointing just at that other wall and not much else so went online and i found at the time you had sellers on ebay and etsy i guess using 3d printers had made these custom wedges so basically that you you put in between the the plate that goes on the wall and the actual video doorbell that angles them, and you get to pick even what what degree, like fifteen degrees. Or nice. <laughs> yeah. So I had to guesstimate, but ordered the color I wanted, you know, told the, the model I wanted, and uh, it got there a few days later. Hook it up, and so now it actually faces the front of the porch, so you can see the sidewalk that leads to the driveway, the sidewalk right out in front, a little bit of the street, so you can see, mm. uh, you know, you can see when the UPS guy is walking up, at, or you know. DoorDash or whatever. So that was the first thing. Now you look and if you have a ring, you can go on their store and they actually sell their own wedge kits. <laughs> yeah. Even Google has third parties on their side. Now back, you know, back three years ago, you had to go look for these custom ones, but now everybody has them. They're like 15, 20 bucks. So if you have kind of a funky porch set up where your doorbell is, that's how you fix it. It was like super easy to set up too.
1: Can you imagine the meeting at Google or, you know, wherever, when the person in the meeting was like, you know what I just thought of, you guys? (laughs) (laughs) Hear me out. A wedge.
2: (laughs) And everybody's like, what? Whoa. That was it. Mind-blowing. That's crazy. You know, the Ring doorbell and the video doorbell technology is really, truly amazing stuff. I mean – you know, I told you guys about how, you know, the gate at that one of the houses is like, you know, then we kind of like jury rig the, the Ring doorbell. So when somebody rings the doorbell, I get a notification on my phone that opens the gate. I mean, you know, it's it's it, you can really uh, go crazy with this stuff.
3: Yeah, you know? and you, but you still have to lock it down like other security cameras, anything else. Even though the, I think pretty much everyone now, the big names, Google, uh, Ring, they all have the uh, encrypted video and they store the video that way. But, you know, Google, the I have... Uh, the Nest Hello doorbell, so it's got also, if you subscribe to Nest the facial recognition. It can start recognizing people who come to your door based on previous times. Oh. We don't use it anymore just because it was like misidentifying people in the family regularly. You know, it's like, it's my wife at the door, but it it thinks it's our 17-year-old son or, you know— the mailman is my stepdad, that kind of thing. So Maybe, did, you know what? Yeah. Hey, well, hey, wait, hey, there's, some, hey. there's some Freudian stuff there. But I'm yeah. just saying. You know,
4: <laughs> sounds like a good book.
2: <laughs> Google may know certain things. <laughs> that's just saying. All right. So, uh, so that's, the, that's some little tips for your video doorbells. What does James Bond doorbell sound? like? Do you know what his his ring oh, doorbell oh. sounds? Oh, you know this one. Okay. Dong. Ding dong. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I like to always end on a happy note with some jokes. OK, I normally like to find like a long joke, but I couldn't find one. So I have three short Apple jokes. <laughs> OK, and then you guys can decide if any of them are any good. OK, here's one. OK, how many Apple engineers does it take to change a light bulb? How many Apple engineers does it take to change a light bulb? None. They no longer make that socket. You just have to buy a new house. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. OK, yeah. uh, OK, here's an Apple joke. Punchline sold separately.
1: <laughs> oh. All
2: right. And finally, did you hear that Apple is finally building a car? That's right. Apple is designing an automatic electric car, but they're having trouble installing the window oh. Oh. oh i know that was bad
4: it was all bad <laughs>
2: the first one was the best that one, was a good one okay so we'll have to say i you to just tell it say it one more time so everybody who missed it yes, they yes. can take it with them how many apple engineers does it take to change a light bulb none they no longer make that socket you just have to buy a new house which <laughs> is pretty much you know i mean, truthful yeah. right that's i mean that's a good point Hey, listen, thanks for joining us for Tech Refresh. I hope that you laughed, you learned, and you had a great time. As always, we welcome your comments. You can send us an email to podcasts at commando.com. That's podcasts at commando.com. Allie, Ben, and Matt, great job as always. And if you're listening, you love us, you hate us, whatever it is, you can lie. Just give us a great five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. And that's Tech Refresh. And thanks for joining us. We'll see you again next week.